This is Quiet Fire, a program about the spiritual life of Abraham Lincoln and its relevance to us today. Welcome. This is Duncan Newcomer. Here's a Lincoln quote for you. The Beauty of Lincoln. That's the title of a magazine article from 1910 written by the famous sculptor Gottsam Borglum, who, 17 years after this article, began work on the 60-foot-high head of Lincoln and three other presidents on the sacred mountains of South Dakota, which we Anglos call Mount Rushmore. There are several reasons why the beauty of Lincoln title qualifies as a Lincoln quote. We've been talking about Borglum, this and his artistic and spiritual views on Lincoln's face these weeks, and his magazine article title here, The Beauty of Lincoln, asserts words that hardly anyone who knew Lincoln at the time or thought of him at the time would have put together, Beauty and Lincoln. After all, there was no Lincoln Memorial in 1910. There was no Mount Rushmore. The first copper Lincoln penny with his profile had just been minted in 1909. The Lincoln Memorial construction began in 1914 and Mount Rushmore in 1927. So Borglum opened up a new chapter in American culture and history, the idea of Lincoln as a man with beauty. And we are opening up the sequel, the inevitable sequel, to his beauty, and that is his spirit. Now, people called Lincoln grotesque. He himself thought of himself as repellent and certainly awkward and homely. But starting with his face and ending with his spirit, you and I can begin to see that the beauty of Lincoln was truly there and the truth of Lincoln was and is beautiful and spiritual. His earliest photographic images, however, with his slicked-down dark hair, his dark-circled eyes, his stylishly pointed fingers, all give him an Edgar Allan Poe or Harry Potter Lord Voldemort look about him. Not beautiful. But as in any spiritual journey, where you go, not how you start, tells the truth. A photo album book of almost every known photograph of Lincoln came out in 1963. Most likely it is still to be found, hidden on shelves of used and rare bookstores. In its introduction, the editors say this, Lincoln's face was the delight of photographers. He sat for 31 different cameramen in 61 occasions. Lincoln was the first among presidential candidates to grasp the value of social media photography. These editors go on to say that, by way of introducing their 119 images of Lincoln, that Lincoln spoke of himself as homely, but in many ways he was handsome. There was an uncommon virility in his looks, they assert. His was a face toughened by a frontier life hard as a hickory nut. His hair was coarse, unkempt, his big ears stand out, his eyelids droop, giving him a cunning look with his right eye lower than his left. His left eye wanders, his right cheek bears a conspicuous mole, and his lower lip has a bump that gives his tight lips a sneer look. They say this face is an anomaly. Under the eyelids is a, an alert glint with just a touch of humor. His eyes are at the same time cold and warm, penetrating and dreamy. His pursed 
lips clenched in determination, yet always on the verge of a smile. And all this ends up evolving into a spiritual beauty wrought by suffering and compassion. They write, During the war years, successive photographs reveal not just the aging of his face, but the growth of a spiritual power which supplants ambition. They write, Toward the end, his features weary and ready for sleep show a sort of peace, even when the sadness lies in dark pools under his eyes. It is, they concluded, a wonderful face, a good face to look at and to study, for it has just enough mystery so that you can almost but not quite touch the man behind it. You must get into his story, writes Gustav Borglum, to follow him closely through his first years. Borglum shows us that Lincoln only appeared awkward because we and those who knew him are significantly smaller than he is, making, for example, his large gestures unusual for us, such as when he would arise from a little chair. I found, however, writes Borglum, that I must get behind his acts, must nestle into his viewpoint, follow him not as a reporter, but as one with himself. Only then are we able to be at one with Lincoln that we can know Lincoln and know that he is at one with us. And in that union, we can be lighted down in honor forever unto the latest generation. This is Duncan Newcomer, and this has been Quiet Fire, The Spiritual Life of Abraham Lincoln.